Just as we all breathe, we all dream. We just don't always remember our dreams. Your dreams are not random, and they have profound meaning, which ancient cultures were aware of. However, modern culture has lost touch with. We're first going to explore dreams within ancient Egypt, and then share how you can use your dream time to initiate contact with benevolent extraterrestrial and extra-dimensional beings, also known as aliens. The Egyptian word for dream is Razwat, which is an etymology connected to the root meaning to be awake. This word, or hieroglyph, is written with the symbol of an open eye. They saw dreams as the time when our eyes are opened, even though our physical eyes are closed when we're asleep. They saw that by working with dreams, we tap into the knowledge we had prior to entering or being born into this current life, meaning we're able to see beyond this physical reality in our dream time, to see beyond the curtain or the veil between the 3D world and higher dimensions. They believed they could communicate with the dead in their dreams, deceased relatives, friends, and even gods and goddesses who often share wisdom and advice with them. To note, if you've researched ancient cultures and extraterrestrial contact, you will see that often the gods and goddesses referenced were extraterrestrial visitors as they were described as having the ability to fly and descending from the sky, often depicted with wings or in various types of flying vehicles. The earliest record of a god speaking to a dreamer is written on the Dream Stela, also known as the Sphinx Stela, which is located between the paws of the Sphinx. On the stone slab, the pharaoh Tutmosis IV describes a dream he had where the god of the sun told him to clear away the sands that had been building up around the Sphinx, which is a large stone representation of the sun god himself. In doing so, he was promised kingship and a long life. Ancient Egyptians talked about and documented their dreams. They were interested in interpreting their dreams as a means of prophecy, of foretelling the future for the benefit of their people, as well as for personal guidance. In the Chester Beatty Papyrus from around 1292 to 1187 BC, which is currently housed at the British Museum, there is a record of Egyptian dream interpretations. It describes dreams being interpreted by dream priests, also called masters of the secret things, or learned ones of the magic library. Ancient Egyptians had dream temples, also known as sleep temples. Dream temples were under the influence of Imhotep, who was considered to some to be the earliest physician in recorded history, and also credited with having designed the first step pyramid in Egypt. Dream temples could also be looked at as healing temples, as they were used for healing a variety of ailments. The patients go to these temples to do the practice known as dream incubation, which is to sleep there with the conviction that the god Imhotep would reveal remedies to them in their dreams. However, if Imhotep did not appear in a patient's dreams providing them with remedies, the dreams were then interpreted by dream priests to help Egyptian doctors better understand their illness and create a treatment plan. Aside from dream analysis, other treatments in the dream temples involved chanting, meditation, baths, fasting, and placing the patient into a trance-like or hypnotic state. 
which is the earliest recorded records of hypnosis over 4,000 years ago. Ancient Greece was also known to have these dream temples or sleep temples. These were originally set up by Asclepius, the son of Apollo and the Greek god of medicine, quite possibly the same being or god the Egyptians referred to as Imhotep. Ancient cultures all around the world knew about and utilized the power of their dreams, and some indigenous cultures to this day still analyze their dreams for guidance, as well as direct communication with ancestors and with beings not of this world. The dream space is an excellent place for initiating direct open contact with beings not of this world, our extraterrestrial or alien neighbors and allies. This is because, generally, most of us feel safer with these types of encounters in the dream or astral space rather than we do in our waking life or physical reality. Many of us, especially those of us that feel drawn to this type of information, are already having these encounters, however not recalling them upon awakening for various reasons. Our extraterrestrial neighbors, also referred to by some as star family, do not want to evoke fear. So although you may be excited to have this type of encounter, if there is fear within you about this encounter, they will wait until you have released fear around this and have become more comfortable with the idea of contact. So a great way to get you more comfortable with this type of encounter or visit is to initiate contact in the dream space. If you wish to contact your friendly ET visitors or your star family, it is more likely to happen if you initiate it with your intention first, as they do not want to impede on your free will and often are awaiting an invitation from you. Or if you are perhaps already having these encounters and not remembering them, you can simply set an inward intention before bed each night to remember your dreamtime encounters. However, before we dive into some suggestions to initiate contact, first, Let's briefly discuss who these visitors are, why you would want to initiate contact with them, and why some refer to them as star family. As you may or may not be aware of, ancient cultures all around the world, separated by thousands of miles and thousands of years, have stories of visitors that came from the sky in flying vehicles and had advanced technology which was seen as magic at that time. These visitors taught these ancient cultures various things, such as architecture, mathematics, farming, and, of course, knowledge of the stars. These ancient cultures had literally carved into stone many thousands of years ago, a knowledge that was later confirmed by modern cultures, such as the existence of Pluto and three other dwarf planets carved on a stone slab in ancient Sumer over 6,000 years ago. However, Pluto wasn't discovered or confirmed to exist by modern society until February the 18th, 1930, by Clyde W. Tombaugh, who was an assistant at the Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona. And the dwarf planet Eris, also depicted on the 6,000-year-old stone slab, wasn't discovered until January 2005 by a team at the Palomar Observatory in San Diego, California. Another example of an ancient culture having knowledge about the cosmos, which was later confirmed by modern science, is the story of the Dogon tribe, located in the central plateau region of Mali in West Africa. 
The Dogon have astronomical lore, which dates back to at least 5,000 years. According to the Dogon, the instructor gods, as they refer to them, as they brought knowledge and wisdom to the Dogon, descended from Sirius, which is the brightest star in the sky, aside from our sun, of course. The star Sirius was also significant to ancient Egyptians as they understood the Egyptian goddess Isis to come from this star. The Dogon knew about Sirius long before modern man discovered the star system. In particular, they knew that Sirius was a triple star system and described Sirius B and Sirius C in detail. Sirius B, which to note is not visible by the naked human eye, the Dogon described as being a small white dwarf star, and that it was the heaviest of this triple star system, which is accurate, as dwarf stars, although smaller, gravity has squeezed them to such a degree that one teaspoon of white dwarf material could weigh about 15 tons. However, it wasn't until 1862 that this faint companion star was first seen by the human eye by the American telescope maker and astronomer Alvin Graham Clark. Then we jump to 1970, which is when the other details the Dogon described about Sirius B being small, heavy, and a white dwarf were confirmed when photographed for the first time by Irving Lindenblad of the U.S. Naval Observatory. The visitors from the Sirius star system have such a significant impact on the Dogon people that to this day they still honor and worship these visitors from the stars. Prior to exploring how you can initiate direct contact with our friendly galactic neighbors, something to address here is that there are some beliefs that the ETs are bad and have ill intentions toward humanity. However, just as all humans are not bad, nor are all aliens. Actually, most of humanity are good people, with a fewer number of very bad people that are controlling the world, making everyone else look bad. In addition to the Dogon being one of many examples of positive experiences with ET contact, the Native Americans do not appear to have had any fears of alien visitors, or star people, as they referred to them, as they remember a time when star people used to interact freely with humans on Earth. Richard Wagamese of the Wabasi Moon First Nation in northwestern Ontario said, My people tell of star people who came to us many generations ago. The star people brought spiritual teachings and stories and maps of the cosmos, and they offered these freely. They were kind, loving, and set a great example. When they left us, my people say there was a loneliness like no other. The author of the book, Encounters with Star People, Untold Stories of American Indians, written by Dr. Artie Clark, a Cherokee, Choctaw, and Professor Emeritus at Montana State University, grew up hearing stories about the star people from her family and elders. One of her stories of a man named Darren, who had witnessed star people on multiple occasions, said they were our ancestors who had visited Earth from the beginning of time. They come to remind us to keep everything in harmony, he said, and that the star people also brought animals and plants to Earth and would come back and check on them. One of the most well-known alien visitors that continue to visit the Earth to this day, like those from Sirius, are the Pleiadians. The Pleiadians come from the cluster of seven visible stars called the Pleiades, also nicknamed the Seven Sisters, located in the constellation of Taurus. Within the Pleiades star system, 
There are said to be a few different bipedal, meaning standing or walking on two feet, species. However, the ones the Native American tribes speak of are humanoid, meaning they had the appearance or characteristics of a human. The Cherokee Native Americans legend says that they themselves originated from the Pleiades and came to this world as starseeds to bring light and knowledge to this planet. The Lakota and the Dakota people say that their ancestors are from the Pleiades. In the book, Bringers of the Dawn, Teachings from the Pleiadians, by trans-channeler Barbara Marciniak, the Pleiadians refer to themselves as a collective of multidimensional spirit beings from the Pleiades star system, here to assist humanity with the process of spiritual transformation. There are countless stories of alien contact in ancient and indigenous cultures all around the world, and the ones we mentioned are just a small fraction of them. Now we fast forward to the present day, where the topic of visitors from the sky continues at an increasing rate, and ever more this topic is showing up in mainstream media. With the United States government on April 27, 2020, releasing the first official videos and talk of their black budget project studying UFOs or UAPs as they now call them, which stand for Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Although this was marked as the first sanctioned release, this same footage and information were shared in mainstream media on December 16, 2017 by Luis Elizondo, an ex-employee of the Department of Defense. In June 2021, the U.S. government is due to disclose more information to the public as part of a mandate for the Pentagon and intelligence agencies to file a report detailing their findings on UAPs or UFOs. According to a directive from the Senate Select Intelligence Committee, the report has to be delivered within 180 days of signing the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act with a deadline in late June 2021. So the existence and evidence of extraterrestrial or alien visitors are marked throughout all of human history from the time of stone tools to this present day where it is now finally being openly disclosed to the masses. As previously shared in just a few examples, the Egyptians, Dogon people of Mali, and Native Americans all shared stories of gaining wisdom and insights from visitors from the stars. A New Age term that is often used to refer to friendly extraterrestrial visitors is star family. The term star family is used to reference that many of us, like some Native American tribes shared, are star seeds from other off-world civilizations that have come to Earth to share our light with this planet in need. Many of you may feel this connection to certain stars in the night sky, or the topic of ETs and UFOs in general. And this is often because you have a connection to other civilizations prior to you being born on Earth. Although there are many stories of people remembering having a life on other planets, such as Boriska Kiprianovich from Russia, known as the boy who lived on Mars, most of us choose to forget these connections to other civilizations we have temporarily. Imagine if you remembered being aboard a ship or planet where there is serene peace, highly advanced technology, and wise, friendly people. Would you want to be on Earth after that experience? There are reasons we don't remember certain experiences in order to help us to be grounded and present within our current human experience. However, we have come to a time where it is beneficial for us to remember our connection beyond Earth, to know that we are not alone on this seemingly doomed planet, 
that we are much more than our human experiences and that the light will prevail. The question that some ask is, if there are friendly ET visitors, then why don't they just come land and make peace on Earth? Here's an analogy to bring some clarity around this question. Similar to how we have certain rules put in place to protect endangered animals that dictate what we can and cannot do, there are also galactic laws that these advanced civilizations follow which have specific rules for engagement. If they were to just land in the open before the public was mentally prepared to handle such an event, this could potentially create fear and chaos on Earth. To eventually get to this point of open public contact with interstellar civilizations, UFO sightings have been steadily increasing over the years. However, one of the ways ETs can engage with Earth is through open channels, which means individuals like us that have an open mind and open heart to receive their guidance via telepathic communication, dreams, and visions. In this way, they are able to share their wisdom with the world. If you would like to initiate this contact and make a connection to your star family, here are a few things you can do. The first thing to keep in mind is not to make demands as demanding is of a lower frequency or vibration. Instead, keep this as a warm, open invitation. To note, your star family will only ever give you positive, supportive guidance that is self-empowering, as they do not want you to worship them or to be dependent on them. In an interview, a Sioux chief named Golden Light Eagle said that there are many star people in the universe. He says the star people have a higher vibration, and we have to raise our vibration to make contact. He also says that they are waiting for us, just the same as we wait for those that want to learn something from us. We need to connect at their level, and then they can connect to us. One way to raise your vibration is with meditation. If you need some help quieting your mind, you can simply sit quietly with your eyes closed, and listen to binaural beats of 528 Hz, for example. This will help to relax your mind and raise your vibration. In meditation, you can visualize or imagine that you are outside of your house, looking up into the night sky. And in the distance, you see a glowing ball of light hovering silently, which you know is your star family paying you a visit. You feel the pulse of love and comfort emanating to you, from your galactic family. You can then start to visualize the glowing ship slowly coming closer to you, to the point where you still feel comfortable with this encounter. Before ending your meditation, send a hello and a smile to your star family to close the experience. There is no right or wrong way to do this visualization, so have fun with your imagination and just notice what images, thoughts, and feelings arise. Doing this meditation and visualization daily can help you to welcome conscious contact with your star family. You can set the intention for contact in your dreams or your waking life, depending on what you are most comfortable with. Just prior to going to bed, set the intention to connect with your loving, supportive star family, and then let it go. You can say something like, Star family, I would love to connect with you in my dreams and to remember the experience when I wake up. Or you could say, 
Star Family, I would love to come aboard your ship tonight and remember the experience. You may or may not notice various sensations in your body of uplifting, healing, loving energy being offered to you from your star family. If you do not notice any sensations, that is okay. Simply give it time, and you will become more sensitive to pick up on subtle energies. Set this intention each night before bed, and be patient if you do not receive or remember having contact in your dream time, and know that it will happen at the right time for you. Many of you that are drawn to this information may already be visiting your star family via astral travel at night on their ships or home planets. However, you may or may not be consciously remembering these experiences. Your star family knows exactly when it is the best time for you to have this encounter and in the best form for it to take for you. Whether you have your encounters within your dreams or in your waking reality, both are just as real. Trust your timing and your path and you will be reunited with your star family.